tired, I get it. Part of the problem may be, well, in part because there are media outlets that are only going to give you part of the uh, information, part of the story, because, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. Good news is boring news. Serious. That's why the news starts with there's a, a, a million more cases and hospitals are overflowing and people are in the streets and it's it, that's a news story. The plane landed safely is not a news story. Whether you should be concerned about those uh, those statistics, hospitals overflowing and so forth, depends on who you are, I think. Dr. Aaron Morcom from Mayo is uh, our go-to all things COVID person. Thank you uh, very much for uh, talking with us this morning. Again, doctor, I appreciate it. What about those people that are rushing to get a test and in some cases test negative, but are simply not showing symptoms yet? Yeah, so it, it does a lot of times take several days after you have had a positive, an exposure to someone who has tested positive for COVID for someone to turn positive on a test. So if you go get tested shortly after exposure, you definitely can get a false negative, including on the home testing that you can purchase over the counter. Um, so and if, if you're vaccinated, that definitely protects you. It doesn't mean that you could not get COVID, but that definitely protects you more than someone who's unvaccinated. In that case, running to get a test right away after an exposure it might not be the best idea if you don't have any symptoms. Right. And you don't know if you've got an exposure unless that friend calls you uh, and contact yeah. traces. Hey, buddy, I, we had dinner together last night. I woke up this morning, got tested. My results are I've got COVID. So you've been exposed. You might have COVID also. Yeah. And in the, I mean, in that instance, certainly if you went and got tested and you got a negative, you still need to use caution and be watching out for symptoms probably a good idea to mask when you're around other yeah. people in social distance because you could have several days before you start showing symptoms yourself and could be spreading COVID to other people before that time when you think you are well. Well, the, the president, and I don't know if it's still uh, in operation or not because things change so dramatically, but I remember him saying, if you want to come to this country, you have to have a, a negative COVID uh, test 24 hours. It used to be three days. Now it's 24 hours before you're let back into this country, that's not enough time for COVID to, to materialize, is it? It all depends on when you would have been exposed, which, like yeah. you said, can be really hard to tell because it's, right. it's the COVID is so prevalent in the community that it's just very easy for anyone to be exposed at, to that right now. Right, and you were on vacation. So, and that would be good for some people if they were exposed several days earlier, but if you were exposed within that 24-hour period, you could have a false negative and spread that to other people. Well, and is that why, in part, uh, the... The tests, home and otherwise, COVID tests are extremely hard to come by because everybody's getting tested for not not a really good or no, I don't want to say no particular reason, but a ton of people are being tested that don't need to be tested. Yeah, and I think people's hearts are in the right place. I think with the, you know, holidays and stuff just passed us recently, people are trying to do the, the right thing and make sure they're not, you know, they want to be negative so they're not, putting other people, their loved ones, or people they're going to meet over the holidays at risk. Um, so I think people's hearts are in the right place. But, yes, if there is, there could be some over-testing to that if people are running out and getting tested without symptoms or if they were just recently exposed. It, it would be better to socially distance in some of those instances and maybe wait a few days before testing. Right. And I've spoken to people who have said, I'm going to try really hard 
to have a regular life, Mike. My spouse, my family and I are going on vacation at the end of the month. We will, A, be going to the airport, B, getting on an airplane, C, flying to Mexico, spending a week there, trying to come back all COVID-free uh, because we'll be very careful. We'll wear masks when we're inside or when we're in public, and uh, we're going to have we're going to enjoy some vitamin D because the alternative is to stay home and be miserable. Yeah, and I get that too because we don't really know when COVID is going to end if it ever will. I think personally, I think it's here to stay at least for a while in the severity that it is right now. Um, and certainly, if you are going to travel or be around other groups of people to any significant extent taking as much precaution as possible, certainly getting vaccinated. If you are eligible for your booster, I would highly recommend that in order to protect yourself. Yes, you can still get COVID, but it tends to be much less severe and not the kind that is going to give you, you know, have to be hospitalized or potentially result in death. And those people that have just had the two shots and not the booster, are they at significantly higher risk? It depends on when your first two shots were. I mean, if you just had your first two shots within the last couple of months, uh, and these were it was either a Moderna or a uh, Pfizer vaccine, yeah. then that's then you're probably fine. But if it was more than six months ago, you got your initial series early on in the pandemic, then some of your immunity may not be where it should be at, and you are at higher risk. We have seen some breakthrough cases in that in that instance, and you are much better protected if you do get that booster dose. Right. Well, and that partly answers, I got uh, the uh, Moneyball question from a listener. Uh, Mike, ask her if the vaccines are working, why aren't they working? Uh, do, do we look at the number of cases and say, see, a million cases, it's not working? Or do we say, see, a million cases, but uh, two-thirds of them are mild, so the vaccine is working? How do you know if it is or it ain't? Yeah. Yeah, so that definitely depends on how you frame the question. If we're saying COVID completely gone, then obviously we would say it's not. But getting the hospitalizations down, or uh, the number of hospitalizations total, there's definitely a lot in the community that have not had to be hospitalized, as well as decreasing the death rate from COVID. I think that's a win for the vaccine, even if you still have the potential to get a case. If it makes it milder and keeps you out of the hospital, that's definitely a win. There we go. Dr. Aaron Morkum, thank you very much for talking with me this morning. Look forward to continuing our conversation until COVID is gone. <laughs> you and me forever. I guess that's the way it is. Just, uh, you know, when COVID's never going to be gone. Maybe at some point it will be less of a concern, less of an issue, and we can take a deep breath and stop running to the test store every five minutes. 